0: from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus went to the district of Tyre. He entered a house and wanted no one to know about it, but he could not escape notice. Soon a woman whose daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to drive the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied and said to him, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's scraps. Then he said to her, for this saying you may go, the demon has gone out of your daughter." When the woman went home, she found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Paul's second letter to Timothy. He broke it down for Timothy that the real weight of our life it's going to be in perseverance or betrayal. It's not that we once had faith. It's whether we continue to persevere in faith, and if we do, then we'll reign with him, or whether we'll turn our back on the Lord. Today's readings feature both an incredible example of perseverance in faith and one of the saddest examples of the lack of perseverance in faith that we have in human history. First, the example of perseverance. Jesus, over the last few days, has been going back against the scribes and the Pharisees about how nothing that enters from the outside can make us impure, that we're impure or pure from what comes from the heart. And after he had overturned that whole scribal notion of what God was wanting, he went to pagan territory, to the district of Tyre, way up on the Syrian coast. And the Syrophoenician woman comes in, begging for a miracle. Jesus had come just to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And yet, he would always respond to real faith. So she came on in, begging. St. Luke's version gives us more details. And Jesus just remains silent. When the apostles say, Jesus, do something, this woman's driving us crazy. Jesus again does nothing. The third time she comes on up and here we have these words. Please heal my daughter. And Jesus said, let the children be fed first for it's not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. St. Luke's version said, I was sent to the the lost sheep of the house of Israel, not to everyone else. But not even those three denials of Jesus would stop this woman's faith. So she basically said to him in response, You're not just the Lord of the sheep. You're the Lord of the little dogs as well. We'll take the little scraps. Because even the little scraps are more valuable than everything else in the whole world. And that's why the woman in St. Luke's version is praised by Jesus with the single greatest praise any one of us could ever receive. Oh woman, great is your faith. It'll be done to you as you've desired. And we see that when she went home, her daughter was completely cured. That the Lord is the Lord of all. Some of the times we're not going to get what we want in the way that we want on our own watches. Does that lead us to lose hope and to stop? Or do we continue to persevere like this woman when we seem to be met with Jesus' silence, when we seem to be met even with an insult? An insult he had probably said with a smile. That word dog was used often for the Gentiles. But Jesus doesn't use the word dog. Jesus uses the diminutive little dog and the diminutive is always a sign of affection so we can read into it less than an insult but it wasn't the answer she wanted. She persevered to the end. Solomon on the other hand who had been blessed by God at Solomon's own request with a wise and discerning heart someone who would know right and wrong someone who would prudentially know how to order choices toward the right whose wisdom had become famous all over the place, who had settled that famous dispute among the two claimant mothers by threatening to cut the child in half in order to expose the real mother who loved the child. So this Solomon, who had been prevented by the Lord from entering into any type of political liaison with nations that would seduce him to adore their own gods. Solomon went out and he married 700 times, many of these political alliances, and he had 300 concubines. He had a 1,000 different women. And many of these women were competing so that he would please them. And when he couldn't give them the time that a husband, even a king, would want to give to a wife, he just started to placate them. When husbands work too much, what do they often do? They just give the wife the credit card saying, go spend it however you want, just stay happy. Because they're not giving what the wife really wants, that relationship with the husband. Neither was Solomon. So there weren't credit cards 3,000 years ago. But instead, I'll build you a temple so that you can spend your day Worshipping your own God. And then Solomon would go and give various gifts to these pagan temples. And his heart went far away from the Lord. As we see. The Lord punished him and punished his descendants because of his infidelity. As the lack of perseverance always brings with it a punishment. Not just because God wants to teach us a lesson. But because sin always brings with it its own punishment its own alienation from the Lord and all the problems that flow when we're not united with the Lord. So it comes to us. Are we going to have those words that Jesus said about the Syrophoenician woman said about us? O oh woman, O oh man, great is your faith, persevering until the end. Or will we, will we be in some sense worse than Solomon? Solomon was blessed with the gift of wisdom. We've been blessed with the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. We've been blessed with becoming true members of the royal family through baptism. If we squander that by lack of perseverance, it's far more severe than what Solomon himself did. That's what's before us. That's why it's so necessary for us each day to pray for that gift of perseverance until the end. It's why it's important for us each day to come and to receive the Lord Jesus, to walk with us that day so that we might never forget the union to which he calls us by entering once more into that covenantal union with him through Holy Communion. As we come forward today, let us ask the Lord for that gift so that we might persevere in faith and in communion with him until the end so that forever we may reign with him as St. Paul promised St. Timothy.